Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's the show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Nothing much, man. Just uh, hopped off a little course uh, about wholesaling. Um, you know, just trying to update myself again on it, get back into it, you know, try to wholesale these properties. You trying to sell, oh, wholesale the properties. Yeah, so. I ain't, I ain't yeah. hear that L in there. I thought you said wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's Hey, it. I figured you What like, Mar Mars gonna be the madam? Like, <laughs> I was talking about the garden tool, sir. I thought you had a, a Home Depot commission job. <laughs> Don't look at me yeah. like that, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sure I ain't the only one that thought that. Oh, <laughs> No, nah, that's what's up, though. That's what's up, man. I, um, man, it's been a little bit of a day, but I'm not going to complain. It's been a Monday for sure. Man, man, it's not only has it been a Monday, it's been the Monday. So we're going to be all right, though. We're going to be all right, though. Um, I got a nice little little event plan for tomorrow for work so that'll be cool i gotta get out a little earlier than what i usually get out but that mean i'm gonna get home a little earlier than when i usually get home so, so it's gonna work gonna out be on the projector no i'm doing a uh, a, pr a print show tomorrow a print show oh that's, that's yeah. your event you're gonna use one of the epson printers you know yeah photos yeah <coughs> do they supply out with a camera or something to use with it I'm going to be in a store doing it. Uh, with your phone or like, I mean, I'm just saying, what you going to use to print? Like, what are you going to print off? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will probably, I'll probably just use my iPad. I got the, I got the Wi-Fi direct set up on the, on the iPad already. So it's just easier for that. So that'll be cool. But yeah, man, let's um. Let's talk about you know, your your city. <laughs> you know, you know, you talk about you know a asking me if I'm gonna bring my phone, and somebody had their phone at the Fox Theater about uh about you know nine ten days ago. That's right. I took that yeah. segue back from you. <laughs> hey, I, I was I, I was a couple of them, but I ain't want to jump in just too early. But I mean, I guess it don't matter when the title's already on there. But yeah. We in your city at the Fox Theater. Yeah, man. We got Monique and D.L. Hewitt. Yeah. So this has been going on. This happened, like we said, about about nine or ten days ago. Um, but it, it happened here in Detroit. And that's just proof positive. I don't go nowhere. I don't do nothing. I don't mess with nobody. Nothing like that, bro. I um, did not see it. <laughs> I did not see it at all and it wasn't until you know different podcasts that i listened to um that they talked about it that i figured out i was like oh this happened in detroit all right cool and then you mean you were talking about it from there but for those that don't know here is the summary of the story to the best of our ability um and i'll let you get in there Fred, because maybe because we've been kind of like digging up our own info on it 
But you know, Fox Theater is one of the one of the um, you know preeminent theaters here in the city of Detroit. You know, if you want to perform on stage and you want to perform in Detroit, you want to perform at the Fox Theater. Um, and um, Monique, comedian, actress, award winner. I can't think of what award she won. An Oscar? An Oscar. Um, you know, it, most notably known probably from the Queens of Comedy and or uh, the Parkers. Um, she got a contract to work the show here in Detroit. And the contract said that she was supposed to be the headliner. D.L. Hughley, known from the Kings of Comedy. He had the D.L. Hughley show from a long time. He's a long time stand-up comedian. He got a contract for the same show. And on his contract, he was told that he's the headliner. Both of them accepted the contract as headliners. And then that became a mess. Because, see, to be the headliner, that means that you close the show. That means that you get paid the most. You the one that everybody's there to see. You are the main event. Am I am, am I wrong in that in saying that, Fred? Nah, you definitely spot on with that. Uh, so, that's I mean, in any gig you want to be the headliner. You you that that top dog. You're getting that top dollar. It all matters. You know what I mean? And when you're in a profession that's you know competitive, you you want that spot. Yeah. Yeah, so that happened, and Monique got on stage. I guess it, it was the way it was worked out. Again, these are this is all rumors. We don't really know. It's hearsay. I guess more so than rumors. No, it's videos. <laughs> well, 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 with this part, the hearsay part is is that uh, is that D.L. Hughley said that if he wasn't going to be the headliner then he simply was not going to perform and that was going to be it now nobody in the crowd knew none of that until monique came out before she performed and let it all out and let the audience know and somebody had their phone out and got some pretty excellent audio out of that clip if you haven't heard it, I would encourage you to, um, not now, listen to the podcast, uh, <laughs> but I, I would encourage you to, um, you know, Google, you know, Monique Rant on D.L. Hughley or Monique D.L. Hughley. I, I Googled Monique Rant and it was about three or four selections down on Google where I found it. So... Uh, she kind of went off on him. From everything I've read and heard, it seems like D.O. Hughley did not know that that happened while he was performing and probably didn't know until after the show. Um, and then a couple days later, he went on uh, on Instagram and made a post that says that, look at the tickets, to, uh, the, the name on the, on the bottom tells you who was the headliner the whole time and all kinds of stuff. So, Fred, you've been looking into it. You've been you've been reading it. You've been watching on it. What's your thoughts? What were you thinking? Well, one, I you know, I'm like, God damn, again, 
know what I mean? Like it's it's <laughs> it's always something. It seems like you know what I'm saying with Mo when she she comes out with these rants against against you know other you know black individuals that she wants to call out their name, you know, air out whatever it is of her hardships or feelings, which, you know, in reality, I guess in relationships, you're going to have some, some hiccups in the road, you know, there's going to be some, some problems here and there, but at the end of the day, if you got to work with this person or if you got to deal with this person, you should be able to hash that out, you know, between y'all, between y'all managers, some way of that form. You shouldn't spend, you know, the greater part of your set with where you're supposed to be making jokes and using that to air out, you know what I'm saying, your feelings. That's, that's just not the time nor place for it. Now, because of where she did it at, you know, they love a little bit of mess, you know what I'm saying? They love for something to be stirred up. And, and she said that, you know what I'm saying, during her speech, like, you know, I'm home. I, I can say that, you know, <clears throat> she uh, referenced to who she used to kick it with back in the day to, to make it known, like, you know, she's been around for some time, but none of that really matters at the end of the day. What matters is, you you are literally here to do a job, a service. It's to entertain. And you did that. So, but am I mad at how you did it? Yeah, because it was it wasn't tactful at all. You know what I mean? It was it was very, very, you know, displeasing to sit there and listen to, because especially when you gotta come back. And it's been going on for about two weeks and it's just like, you know, tit for tat, tit for tat. But at the end of the day, DL showed his contract. You know, and he he let it be known that this is what I was booked for. I don't know anything about anybody else's contract. I don't get into anybody else's contracts. You know, I book my gigs and I work my gigs. He felt like he went against his better judgment. And when you come down to look at it, he probably did, but I got to give kudos to him because he still went out there, even though he didn't know, you know, he went out there and still did his set. Like, you know, a true, true sportsmanship or a true entertainer should. And, and that's, you know what I'm saying, even better. But at the end of the day, I think there's probably was a misunderstanding as well that could have been resolved, but I think that's, you know, through management. When you sign your contract or re-sign your contract, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, you signed a contract and if they rewrote you a contract, you didn't have to re-sign. You have to re-sign. So everything should have been laid out. You know what I mean? So I heard on um, one of the podcasts where it said that it probably was a thing where her manager came to her and said she was a co-headliner. She just heard headliner and went off with it, you know? But Monique has had problems with multiple people as well. And, you know, like I said on a previous podcast of ours, my mama told, you, told me you can't pay five people to tell the same lie. So at what point does this not be DL's problem, not Steve's problem, 
You know what I'm saying? Um, hell, it's I mean, it's a list of them. Um, uh, oh, Lee Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, Daniels. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tyler Perry. It's it's so many of them, but at, at what point is it hurt? You know what I mean? When do when do she sit back and take the blame for her? Because at the end of the day, I mean, if you really, really look at it, and you know, I, I look at it in this sense because a lot of some of our podcasts we did, we hold people accountable for their catalog or you know what they contributed. I mean, she's had a couple, you know what I'm saying, great movies that she's played in, but let's just really be honest. I mean, she had a sitcom, which to me, she wasn't even the greatest person in that. Oh, she was definitely the be the, be the best character in that. I, That's not she the point, annoying. though. She That's was annoying as hell in that. I mean, it, it, but it is. You hey, know what you saying that because you're going to look like Stanley Ogilvy in 15 years. That's why you said that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah. Hey, I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you. If you if you want to, if you want me to be honest with you, I think it be, she became more problematic when she lost all the weight. It's probably, you probably can go back on my Facebook. It was some years ago. But I posted I preferred the big Monique over the small Monique. You know what I'm saying? Not that she's looked much different at this point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can tell she's lost a lot from, you know what I'm saying, back in the day. But she wore that weight with class. You know what I'm saying? Like, she she had a different attitude about herself when she was heavier versus, you know what I'm saying? Now, I think she's just more, I don't know, bitchy, it just seems like to me. And... and that, you know what I mean, might be just my personal take. But if you go back and look at it, look at her stand-ups, you know what I'm saying, the way she talked, the way she carried herself, she, you know what I'm saying, she, you, she, to me, she had thicker skin. You couldn't hurt her because of her appearance or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Now, you know what I'm saying, she's so butthurt over, you know what I'm saying, every little thing, and she's trying to use, I think, different, I don't want to say trends, but different things that's happening in the actual world to help push, you know what I'm saying, some of her points. Which, you know what I mean, it isn't a good idea because at the end of the day, you know what I mean, I don't think for what she's going after, it really fits the agenda. I, I get the point she be trying to make. But I don't, I don't think it really be hitting home for what she be trying to accomplish, if that makes sense. Woo! There's a lot to unpack there. It, it, it really is, bro, and that, and that's the thing. It's, it's hard, like you know, what I'm saying to really just deep dive into it because you know, it 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 could be a mental health issue. You know, what I'm saying this could be one of those. Mm. high notoriety celebrity issues, you know what I'm saying, where we really wouldn't get the gist of because we're just everyday people that don't, you know what I'm saying, sign those type of contracts or deal with any of that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Trina. So, all right, there's a couple ways, there's a couple things I want to, I want to, wow, okay. So, <laughs> um, This story is a prime example 
of the world not being black and white. And, you know, you know, I, I, I've, I've hinted at this a little bit, but, and, and like previous episodes and things of that nature, but we really, as a society, we love to take everything to the lowest common denominator and say, if this one thing can be changed, if this one thing can be fixed, then the whole issue is solved. And it's almost never that simple. Um, and, and you, so I think that Monique is 100% justified in the way that she feels about this. Did she handle I mean, everybody it? Everybody has the, the best right way? to feel the way they want to feel. And did she handle it the best way? Maybe not. But that's why I say the world isn't black and white. So here's the thing. Her contract did say headliner. She put it out there. Her contract said headline. Didn't say co-headliner. Didn't say she heard this and, and believed this. No. The, the, the booking organization for this show gave them two contracts as a headliner. Um, and, you know, I think back to the story that I shared um, about um, the two girls that I had the prom dates with and both girls knew that they were the prom date. I guess you end up being solo. <laughs> I guess that's actually not the best example because both girls knew that, that about <coughs> each other in that scenario. But this is like you can't. All right, a better example is there's a, one of my favorite TV shows is The Office, and there's an episode in season two, um, and, and at that point in the show, Michael has this weird flirtatious relationship with his boss uh, Jan these are characters um, and Jan is just like pushing it away but like they've something has happened at this point in the show we don't know how deep and how how far they've gone but something has happened um, and and Jan is like pushing away from him pushing away from him and this is the end of the season and they're having a casino night for the office they're raising money for boys and girls club or Boy Scouts. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Michael invites Jan. Jan says, I'm not going to make it, right? Then Michael also had bought a house and kind of reconnected with his realtor. And they get into this flirtatious relationship. He invites her. She says yes. As soon as she says yes, he gets a voicemail from his boss saying, yes, I changed my mind. I'm going to come. So now he's in this situation where he has two dates. And rather than manning up and saying, hey, you know what? You didn't answer back first in time, this, that, and the other, whatever. I do have another date now. He tried to, like, keep them apart from each other and make them and make them kind of go at each other. Well, not, keep, not make them go at each other. He tried to keep them apart and tried to make it work just for the night. And this promoter, if you have one job to offer with regards to being a headliner for one show you make that offer and I mean you just gotta go gotta go for it from there I I, I, I doubt that's I, I doubt that's what it what it probably boiled down to you know what I mean it's I, I think a better scenario or analogy to, to put to it would be more so to think of it in the scenario of, for instance, we worked for said company, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, they basically lost the contract or bought out however you want to slice that pie. So they they made it seem like everything was good the whole time. You know what I mean? Like when, when this transitions happen, you know, oh, it, you're not gonna lose any money. The, you, you know what I mean? It, yeah, everything yeah. is 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 gonna be be smooth. Yeah. And and I think that's more so, you know what I'm saying, being a, you know what I'm saying, promoter is you're trying to keep everything smooth. Yeah, you're gonna be the headliner, you know what I'm saying? But I gotta get both of these people to stay here. Like, you know what I mean? Same way with that company. I gotta keep as many, retain as many of these employees as possible to make this smooth. Because if I lose all these employees because of what I'm really gonna do, then it's gonna be a lot harder to, to get this ball rolling. Same way, you know what I'm saying, for the promoter. If I lose these acts, it's gonna be a lot harder to sell these tickets. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. You know what I mean? So in a sense, the promoter may have said what he had to say to book, you know what I'm saying, both acts to to, to sell the tickets. That's different, though, because you can't sell the tickets until they sign the contract. That's not I get the I get the comparison that you're trying to make, but you can't sell you can't sell tickets with Monique and D.L. Hughley's name on there. Until both Monique and D.L. Hughley signed a contract saying that they will be there. Yeah, you can. I, Not legally. I, I, well, yeah, it's, it's like pre-sales. You know what I'm saying? It's anticipation because they got to know exactly what they stand to make if it's possible to do that deal. You know what I mean? That's why you have pre-sales and, and different things of that nature. You don't so get a they're... pre-sale without a contract, though, bro. Like, even with a contract. Like, you're not going to get that. I mean, with a venue contract, but I mean, I, how is how is not? Because a lot of times these people show up to these places and the act's not there. You know what and I mean? That's so when it's, it's legal issues on the back end. Either if that if that act didn't show up, then they're going to get sued for breach of contract. Or if that act's not showing up because they don't have a contract, then that. So and I and I can't remember exactly what happened, but I remember we was part of one of those locations that where you know Cat Williams was booked to go to the KFC Young Center, and he didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the first place, and you know what I'm saying? I'm saying he was double booked on some nights and the whole nine, and and it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not always. You know what I mean? Just as simple as saying, oh, well, we had a contract. Well, two people had a contract, baby. You know what I'm saying? For the same night. It, it, there's different scenarios. Not in this situation, but I'm just saying 
in well, scenarios saying- you could have you could book a venue and book an event and the person not show up you know what i'm saying and you not have a contract or they not be sued you know what i'm saying on the back end it, no i mean that's just no whatever deal that fred scott got going on in kentucky ain't got nothing to do with brad robinson in detroit if i book somebody right. to come work in detroit and they don't show up for me and i got a contract i'm suing them like and i'm gonna have the legal right to because you uh, so like to say that like but also like if i start advertising and making money off of a show because i say if i say let's keep it the same let's say if i say monique is you know coming to perform at you know wherever else <laughs> that i can get booked at in detroit and i ain't had a word i ain't sent an email i ain't I ain't sent no telegram. I ain't sent no smoke signals, nothing like that. She would have the legal right to sue me. What would first happen is I would get a cease and desist letter. Well, yeah, but that's that's a little different. Like, I'm not saying they didn't send it. You can literally send and see how much it costs to book them. You know what I'm saying? See what right. the open dates is. See how can you slot yes, that can, date. Right. I can reach out, but I can't start reaching out. And while you ain't said nothing, start saying... Monique's gonna be there, so the the all of that don't mean nothing. If she got a contract that says she's the headliner, and DL got a contract that says he's the headliner, the problem is the booker. They were unprofessional in how they handled it. That part right there, because if that doesn't happen, we don't have a, we we're talking about something else tonight in in its entirety. So, like that is like problem number one of this whole situation. Problem number two of this whole situation is to a certain degree it's how she handled it so the one thing you said is you said i think you said you had a post on it somewhere about how you like the old monique versus the new monique right mm-hmm. you know people evolve and that's something like like i've noticed with myself um it is that like I'm a little bit more. I'm gonna tell you what I want, what I got to say. I'm gonna do it in a nice way. I ain't gonna cuss you out or nothing like that. But like, if I got something to say, and I think you're wrong about it, I'm just gonna tell you. And I wouldn't have necessarily done that even five years ago, or at least not as not to the degree that I'll do it today. And over women black women in, in stand-up comedy don't get treated well so she's what 50 some years old been in the yeah. business 20 30 years 20 30 years she's been at it been good at it been great at it and still getting disrespected that doesn't mean um, that she. go ahead that doesn't mean that <laughs> we would like for people to react differently but i guess what i'm saying is is that i don't know where her sentiment is wrong when she gets on and she says when she was talking about how her and wanda sykes collectively got offered three quarters of a million dollars to do netflix specials but then um amy schumer got you know 13 million to do a Netflix special, I, mm, that's like 
That's that's dirty. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, maybe maybe we don't necessarily love her going to social media, asking us to boycott Netflix, things of that nature. These are the things that make us feel uncomfortable. But I don't, I don't think that her sentiment and how she feels is wrong at all. And the other part that, that we don't remember is is that, um, you know, a lot of these situations that she's had like with, with people, they've apologized to her. We don't, as in social media, we don't share Who the apologized? turnaround. Um, Lee Daniels apologized, and they get ready to do a project later this year. Steve Harvey had her on his show, and they. And he I seen the I seen the Steve Harvey one, and that was a little different. He was more like, "Listen, on some that would be like, you know, me and you, we get into it, we call each other brothers, you know what I'm saying? Your kids is my niece and nephews, my kids your niece and nephews, okay. you know what I'm saying? So if, if we get into it, you know what I mean, or a debate or what have you, and you feel like I'm wrong in a situation, I, and I strongly feel like I'm not wrong in a situation. I might say, hey, look, bro, I don't see where I was wrong in that situation, but I apologize to you if that make you feel better because, you know what I'm saying, you have a right to your opinion or be entitled to feel the way you feel. And that was more how Steve put that. It, he wasn't saying, like, I apologize, you know what I'm saying, I didn't save your ass or rescue you. You know what I'm saying? He was more just like, look, I don't know what you was expecting from me, you know what I'm saying, in that situation. This is how I felt in that situation. If it made you feel some type of way, then I apologize as my sister. You know what I'm saying? And she said, well, you know, next time, all you got to do is call me, brother. You know what I'm saying? We, we tight like that. You just call me. And he said, same and vice versa. Yeah. And, and, and in that situation, if you say that same thing to Steve, then instead of getting on stage and going on a rant on DL, why didn't you just call him? Yeah, like I said, I don't know that she necessarily handles these situations the right way, but the sentiment of how she feels, the core, you see what I'm saying? That's why I say like these situations I, aren't necessarily like white how she feels but okay how she feels just because she put 20 30 years in would you say she's earned what she's asking for in situations nine times so. out of ten just because of so. because of the work she put in because of her catalog because of you know what i'm saying like you can just remember you know what i'm saying her just being die hard funny rip off you know what i'm saying a couple lines of just Something she said that was like, man, you remember that? Or you saying that just because she got 30 years in a place? Because I I would beg to differ if you put that situation into the same work scenario and you put that against one of your counterparts that got 20, 30 years in the business, but they haven't really contributed or did anything great in the business, you wouldn't say they worth to be making double what you're making if you're outproducing them. Or, or, you know what I'm saying, showing that you warrant more money than them for the work that you're putting in. I would say it's kind of in the middle of what you're saying. <coughs> I would say that 
listen, outside of like a couple Cat Williams uh, little moments and a couple um, and one particular Bruce Bruce uh, joke, there's not a whole lot of stand-up comedians I can just recite off their lines, you know, word for word, things of that nature, right? So I don't want to make it seem like I'm this massive fan of who she is and, and like I can be like, oh, she did this, and she did that, and she did this, and she did that. But here's what I know. I know that she has been on my screen in some capacity for the better part for the better part of the last 25 years. The Parker started in what, 99 or 2000? Maybe 2001. But before that, she was she was doing the stand up. I've seen her other places. I know that the Parkers was the spinoff of Moesha and I remember she was on an episode of Moesha. Um, I feel like based off where I can see myself watching the Parkers, I feel like it started in 99. Um, so that different movies that she was in and involved in and things of that nature. Um, I remember she had the one, uh, the, the, what was the, 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 like that show from flavor of love where they had the girls where they were trying to like be respectful and Monique was the host of that. Uh, I forget what no. it was called. Somebody listening to just know what I'm talking about. It was on MTV. They had a bunch of girls from Flavor of Love show, Flavor of Love season one and season two. A um, bunch of girls that was just like, for whatever reason, Charm School. That's what it was called. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at all her stuff and I didn't even see that. Oh, man. Um, it was like 2007, 2008, somewhere in that range. Um, I remember watching it on TV, and it was actually a decent little show. Uh, anyway, like, and then just different movies and, and projects and things of that nature, plus the stand-up history. Bro, like, she's been around. And- no, I'm not, I never discredit that she's been around. You know what I'm saying? I'm just asking how she's really been, you know what I'm saying, that person. You know what I'm saying? In movies or you know what I'm saying, in stand-ups and whatnot, or is she just really holding on to one or two things and well, trying to not, let it ride out for her? It's definitely not one or two things. I mean, like I said, you said you're looking at her stuff right now. She out there. No, she, she's been in a, a lot of stuff, but is she the main? Like, what I'm saying, like, how, how many things does she have? Just because she's been in something, like, stars at her caliber can show their face and, and smile and they, they're going to say, okay, she was in that movie and put it in their, you know what I'm saying, thing. I'm saying like having like a prominent role in most of her movies and shows, you know what I'm saying, would you say? I would say she's Monique and anything that she's in, like... Adds value? Yeah, because and like, I'll of give who you she that. is. I, I can I can is. give you that, you know what I'm saying, to a certain degree, but I also think depending on who she's in there with, she can be very easily overshadowed. See, and I feel like anything I've seen her in, like she sticks out. And I'm not like a movie critic, TV critic, Me nothing either. like that. But like she's gonna stick out. I guess but like there's levels to this. Is she an A-list celebrity? Probably not. Probably not. No. But 
I probably say she a B-list celebrity. Twenty-five years of the game, and, and you know, I'm I'm just it's top of mind now. Like the the Amy Schumer thing again, like making a video on social media asking everybody to boycott Netflix. Maybe not the best look, but right. but I can't make sense out of her getting offered five hundred thousand. And Amy Schumer getting offered thirteen million—that don't make sense to me. Uh, it's probably going to be more so in, um, be more so in uh, her writing and publishing. You know what I'm saying? More so than it's going to be just in acting. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That's going to write you off. So. But then going back into that situation, she was told that first up, they tried to like compare to like, and I'm, I'm vaguely remember the situation. This was 2018 that this happened, but it was like Dave Chappelle got offered this crazy amount of money, and she was yeah. like, "I'm not." She was like, "I'm not coming at that. Like that's a legend. Like I get that, but like." And she's like, I'm not mad about Amy Schumer getting 13 million. I don't want that to be the thing. But, and then they were like, well, it's not about the resumes. When it came down to um, Dave Chappelle and whoever else, they, they told her, it's not about the resumes, it's because they're legends. Okay, what's Amy Sh- Schumer doing? They're like, okay, well, she's got this movie coming out and she did this. And she's like, okay, that's the resume. So if it's about the resume, like, you can't, it, it, it don't math. Yeah, and that's not even like an insult on Amy. So, so look, isn't Monique like 15, 20 years older? She, if, even if she is, is you know what I'm saying? I guess just looking at it from IMDb, just being an actress, Monique got 33 credits, uh, Amy Schumer got 29. From a producer, um, Monique got eight credits, uh, Amy Schumer has 15. From a writer, Monique has three credits. Amy Schumacher has 12. Soundtrack, Monique has one. Amy Schumacher has two. Uh, Thanks, Monique has two credits. Amy Schumacher has four. Self, 127 credits for Monique. 135 for Amy Schumacher. Archive footage, nine credits for Monique. 37 credits for Amy Schumacher. Also, uh, cinematic... uh, Cinema to hold on, cinematographer. Uh, cinematographer. A, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I couldn't get the tog out, so that's why I just like fuck it. I'm gonna just say it that way. But I couldn't get the tog to save my life. Man, but she has a credit. Had a chokehold on you, bro. On a mother. But additional crew, she has a credit. You know what I'm saying? So she still has a little more than. What Monique does, if you want to go, you know what I'm saying, by, by, you know what I'm saying, portfolio. And not saying that, you know what I'm saying, Monique don't, you know what I'm saying, deserve more. All I'm saying is how she go about it and what she's trying to achieve, it's, it's not the way to do it. And, you know what I'm saying, she's still talking about uplifting black folks and whatnot and not, you know what I'm saying, doing one of her brothers and sisters wrong, but in each situation, She's still attacking, you know what I'm saying, them folks. The same folks that she feel like is attacking her when in general it's not them. 
that she has the issue with. It's usually a, a third party. They're just all included. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just one of those things I would say, I guess, more guilty by association. Yeah. Um, and that's the part where it was like, so if it's true that DL said, if I'm not the headliner, I'm not performing. Um, he's not wrong it, for that. He's not wrong for that. It's one of those things where it's like, man, bro, if you could have stepped up and helped her out in this moment, that would have been cool. But at the same time, that's not an obligation on him by any stretch. So that's why I said, like, it's kind of like, hey, bro, all right, Monique, saying, you didn't have to do saying, that. This ain't the NBA. This ain't, oh, he, you, you know, it's... it's it's different when it's like, oh, he need one more triple double to hit his bonus. So, hey, let him get that rebound to get his last triple okay. double. You okay. know what I'm saying? This is not the NBA. This is, you know what I mean? Like, you throw this oop, and we talking thousands. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, and, and I'm not saying that you can't lose those thousands, but we're also talking in our profession. You know what I mean? That's not that's not finna happen in that profession. You know what I'm saying? Comedy is not like it's not comedy's not a team sport. You know what I'm saying? Like for one, if you look at the the times for when they do they they uh testing and they lighting and they everybody at different times. If this was a team effort, they'd be all there at a group doing it at the same time, helping one another out, cheering each other on. They coming in and out at different times, you know what I'm saying? Half of the time, these folks is hitting shows and ain't even seeing the people that they performing with or that's at the venue and, and show with them. You know what I'm saying? Unless they went on tour together, these folks is in and out. They ain't even really seeing one another for real. And, and <laughs> this is like that, this is a lose-lose situation because like, I'm thinking about like DL. If DL said, if I'm not the headliner, I'm not performing. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. What if Monique would have said that? What if she would have said, if I'm not the headliner, I'm not performing? Yeah, I'll probably say, okay, cool. Now I ain't even got to say that I got to be the headliner because there ain't nobody else going to even try to, you know what I'm saying, top that pedestal. I guess let me look at it this way. Let me let me, let me me put it this way. What if she said, if I'm not the headliner, I'm not performing, and that, and that info would have come out? How would we look at her? If the whole stage rant doesn't happen... How will we look at her and say, well, you had, people would say, you had an opportunity to make money and you threw away money because of your ego. Listen, 
if you want that spot, if you want that type of money, you have to produce that type of content. You have to produce, you know what I'm saying, those type of numbers. If you are not, I don't care how much, especially in the in the realm of work you are in, it's about relevancy. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't stay relevant in your arena to that that top tier, to that LeBron level for 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Even though he ain't got 30 years, but I'm making that reference. You know what I'm saying? Then you can't expect to override somebody in these situations. But that's when we go back to to the contract piece of it. She had a contract that said she was the headliner. It's a lose-lose situation for her. Listen, if, if if so, then that's on her manager to be trying to figure out when they, you know what I'm saying, seen the, the, the listing on the ticket stuff, said, hey, I thought we was the headliner. Why we ain't at the bottom? If, if, if it's on the marquee, you need to send your team out to have somebody send a picture back of the marquee to see how is it being promoted. And then say, but hey, see, I got a picture of the marquee and my name's not at the bottom as the headliner. What's going probably- on? That's probably how we got here. Because you don't put that name on the ticket stub until you have a signed contract. Or else you get into cease and desist and you get into other lawsuits and things of that nature. So, like, the ticket stub doesn't get sold unless both names are on the contract. The promoter sent them both the contract that said, you're the headliner. And that's what I keep coming back to, like, it's a lose-lose. Because, obviously, they saw it getting promoted and then realized... Okay, what 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 is this? I, my contract says I'm the headliner. DL drops his out eventually it, over the last couple of days and says, "Well, hey, my contract also said I'm the headliner." That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's okay, a, so that's why I keep coming back to the promoter. You, I mean, you can come back to the promoter, but at the same time, there should be a, you, your manager should have a clause in there that if it's not in line with the way it's lined out of her being the headline or whatever. She has the right to withdraw. You know what I'm saying? And, and, she and therefore she, she could have done that as well, but to go out on stage and you know what I'm saying? Air out some, Oh, that shit. Ain't nobody know nothing about, you know what I'm saying? Plus what you currently going through and feel like, you know what I'm saying? Then bringing in other folks who had nothing to do with this situation. You know what I'm saying? Mention them within the rant. I mean, hell, she brought God in it too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying. Like, so, but like, you're saying you know, that, like, well, God ain't give you no tools to deal with these coons. But yeah, here you are saying some bullshit on TV. You're saying that there should have been a clause in the contract that says if it's not up to code then I have the right to withdraw that's literally the purpose of a contract the contract says that I'm going to do these things and you're going to do these things and what I'm saying is is that that's where it all comes down to Monique because DL said is they going to sue the promoter or that's it that's probably what should have happened that's where I'm landing at but here's the issue and because you you said that a couple times too is about suing it costs way more to sue than what you're going to get out the deal. And how long it's going to take to wrap that up, it's not worth it. Lose, so whether it's on the promoter, lose. you know what I'm saying, or, you know what I'm saying, it's on your manager. Welcome to my ain't... side of the argument. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you're not going to win anyway, why not act ignorant one time for the one time? Just to get you, to make yourself feel better. 
Because that's that was <laughs> it. That's it right there in a nutshell. That, thank you. You know what I'm saying? That was for self. You know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing about that that had anything but to make her feel better in a moment. She even you know said I mean? at the end of it, she was like, I feel better now. We can go ahead and start the show. But she didn't. She sure didn't. She, she, she went on ahead and ran it a little more. No, at the end of it, she was like, all right, y'all, that's it. Or something to that effect. But she did say like, I, I mean, but she said that's, something that a little matter. after, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like it, either way, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, bro, I, in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? The L wasn't wrong. I don't feel like she should have, you know what I'm saying? Came at that man, whether... He said it or didn't say it, whether, you know what I'm saying, he was finna pull out or not. That ain't got nothing to do with her, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, how that man feel like he should be paid and what line he should be in is on him. And the same for her. You know what I mean? She got to worry about herself. Take that up with her and her team and her management to see why they didn't catch that before she went out. I think that's the part you're missing. This didn't all happen the day of. No, it didn't. No, what I'm saying, what you mean? Then her, her, her coming out and seeing that she wasn't the last person she knew that day, but it, it was already shown, you know what I'm saying? Like after that contract, basically what I'm saying is in a situation like this, instead of coming out and, and you know, going on a rant, now that you see what it is, you should be checking your team so that it doesn't happen ever again. That's That part is totally irrelevant. There's nothing you can put on the team. It's a contract. They got a contract saying these are the things, and she signed that contract. So, therefore, you can't blame who, her team. You, oh, you can blame the manager because at the end of the day, he's the one that's operating on her behalf for that contract, getting the parts straightened out. She's not reading the contract. He's saying, hey, I got what you wanted. This is what you're getting paid. This is what you're doing. You the headline, boom, boom, boom. Sign here. All right. And it's her husband at that. So you know she's not reading it. You know what I'm saying? Because if anybody that has her best interest at heart, it would be her spouse and who's also her manager. So therefore, you you put that on the team. You, you know what I'm saying? Bro. No. Like, because the contract said what it needed to say. They offered, the promoter offered, the promoter misoffered. If I, if me and you make some sort of deal and I say, this microphone right here, I will give you this microphone. And I signed the paperwork saying that I'm giving you this microphone for $3, whatever it is, right? And then if I meet Joe Schmo from around the corner, and Joe Schmo, uh, I, I offered Joe Schmo a contract for, um, I offered Joe Schmo a contract to buy this microphone for $5. It's not, oh, well on you because I signed a contract with you. If you, the, the wholesaler, you talked about it earlier, you get a contract, you get a house under contract within that 90 day period. You got 90 days and you the only one. That's how a contract works. There's nothing else that they could have done. On on, the, on that end, because the contract said what it said. The promoter breached the contract by offering the same offer to DL. 
it, that's it, where it all comes but, down to. But here's the thing: it depends on that contract. There could be another, you know, what I'm saying, clause in that contract for the promoter to have the right to offer that spot and say, "Hey, because it, it," you know, what I'm saying, like you said, that's a contract. So in the same way, in that 90 day clause, you know, what I'm saying, there's certain things that needs to happen, and I, there's clauses in case certain things don't happen or can't be done or met for either party to be able to back out with no, you know what I'm saying, restriction or to be able to off it onto somebody else. You know what I mean? So therefore, there could be a clause to say, hey, I have the right to, you know what I'm saying, say headliner, you know what I'm saying? But headliner would be deemed, you know what I'm saying, once all contracts are in. And with a clause like that, I can put headline on everybody contract, you know what I'm saying? And then once I get all the contracts back for everybody that I wanted, now I can say, you know, okay, this is my headline. And then put everybody in the order that, you know what I'm saying, deem fitting. Because there's a clause in that contract, you know what I'm saying, that says, until I get all contracts back, you know what I'm saying, I have the right to choose my headline. So... <coughs> This was <coughs> so. There's some some details that were missing. Number one, I'm I'm just say this. This was somewhere between eight and ten days ago. If there was some sort of clause in the contract that said that, we would know that by now, and Monique would be getting roasted because because she posted the contract and what and the terms of it. But also, um, and I, and I was listening to this. I'll give credit to um. Um, here's the thing, Kev on stage and, and that chick Angel, their <coughs> podcast. And Kevin is a stand-up comedian, and he was saying that like when he was doing promoting, like he would produce a contract, but then like some people the way it would work is is that they would say maybe when Fred comes into town, Fred says, Hey, I have my own contract terms that I'll give to you to sign. And it could be. So yeah, that's that's the part where, that we're missing is that for Monique, her company, Hicks Media, they have the contract, and the promoter signed that contract. So the promoter signed a contract to agree to Mo with Monique to be, for Monique to be the headliner, ah, headliner and also mm. either offer DL or D or accept the DL's contract offer to be the headliner as well. That part we missed. Well, that brings a whole <laughs> fucking other light to the table. You know what I mean? Like that, that changes a lot. And I, you know what I'm saying? I forget about that. You know, others do have their own contracts. So with that being the case, you know, if in, in nine times out of 10, that promoter ain't reading shit. He, he said, oh, you got a contract? You willing to, you know what I'm saying? Come to the Fox? I just got to sign your contract? That mother probably signed with the quickness. Like, oh, yeah, I got a chance to sell out the Fox, y'all. That's all he thinking. So he signed both contracts, and now he don't even know. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's kind of weird as well because what made him, if, if he signed both of their contracts and both of their contracts state that both of them should be the headliner, how did he choose who the headliner was then? Monique decided to not fight. And perform so she could just come and and to Detroit perform. That's why I said it's lose lose. So she could have easily pulled out because DL said if I'm not the headliner I'm not performing. So 
she could have been like, you know what? I'm not the headliner, so I'm not gonna perform. And not do you get that think it'd have been you think it'd have been easier to replace DL or easier to replace Monique? Us as fans, it wouldn't have mattered. You can replace either one with whoever, whatever. Because if you got DL or Monique on your ticket, the problem becomes after you sold tickets with DL and Monique, you can't replace. Honestly, if it you, if you got DL and Monique with either one of them, you, you try to replace, you better be talking about some Steve Harvey, some Kevin Hart. You better be talking about a, a heavy hitter at that point. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I see here. Here's what I look at with that situation. I think if you take the LR and you leave Monique, if you don't come with a heavy hitter like you said, you can't be and sold them tickets for the price you sold them at. Right, but, exactly. But on the opposite end, if you was to have to replace Monique, you could still keep the ticket prices exactly where they were at at what you sold them at and replace Monique and the show go on. Oh, that's a matter of taste because I disagree with you there. Let's put a poll up on what's happening. Let's see. <laughs> we will. <laughs> a, I, I promise you. I, I really feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe that's your taste, but in the grand scheme of things, if you're looking at a whole you know what I'm saying, economy-wise, who's buying tickets and going to, you know what I'm saying, the show, I, I can honestly say, and, and the reason, I, one reason I want to say is because Corey Holcomb, you know what I'm saying, I watched his, and he, you know what I'm saying, basically said, you know what I'm saying, to that extent, that, that basically, if DL wasn't there, they couldn't even feel that, you know what I'm saying, arena. You know what I'm saying? They they couldn't feel it with both of them. If DL wasn't there, you wouldn't have had half of those people. I don't know about that. I would say that having both teams <clears throat> together is what would fill it up. If there was one that was going to fill it up over the other... I would guess it's probably Monique over DL. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, that's why I said I think we're talking about a matter and, and of here's, taste. And, here's the, and I mean, it, it's probably a lot of matter of taste, but you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, for me, stand-up-wise, DL's not, you know what I'm saying, to me, all that funny. He roasts people better than he does stand-up he is not a great stand-up comedian at all, am I? You, you, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if Monique's not making fat jokes or derogatory jokes, I don't think she is funny either. You know what I'm saying? And that's just my opinion. From a stand-up point, not just movie, you know what I'm saying, or TV sitcom. I'm saying from a stand-up yeah, yeah, we're leaving it on stand up. DL's, I I enjoyed DL's TV show when he had it. 
It's just his stand up is just like, eh, for me. I'm also like that with Mike Epps. And people are like, boy, you crazy. <laughs> Movies and TV, I like Mike Epps. His stand up. Elijah Wan Ridgeway said DL over Monique. Ah, oh, bro, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Somebody had to let him know, you know what I mean? Straight up, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've been trying to avoid the comments. <laughs> yeah, I don't see um, why. That's what nah, we just... doing for if you want some comments. Yep, Mike Epps is hit or miss. As, you know what I'm he, I think he just has a, a couple good punch lines and, you know what I'm saying, each one of his stand-ups, but some of them just stick harder than others. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, You know, I, that's why I say, man, it's, it's a lose-lose. And to me, there's a lot of parallels between this situation and what we talked about a couple weeks ago with uh, with, with Simon <coughs> Banks. If you feel disrespected for whatever reason, it's a lot of what, what we go through in life in general. You feel disrespected. What do you do? Shrug it off and keep it moving or stand up and defend yourself? You know? You pick like, and choose your battles. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think about you know, yeah, like I said, um, we evolve over time and like me, you know, here I am in my, uh, in my, I'm firmly in my mid thirties. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, I know that just how I am these days, I'm more likely to go ahead and pick that fight than I am to like, you know what? It's cool. I'm gonna just walk away. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just more likely to pick that fight. Well, I mean, you, you're a little more set now. You, you kind of understand exactly how it's gonna be. You know what you can and cannot do. What you can go to. So a lot of times, yeah, now you would. But before, you know what I'm saying, you felt like it was a lot more to lose in a situation or. You know what I'm saying? You still haven't gained enough to to play that role or to, you know what I'm saying, pick that fight. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit there. It's not even about that. It's, it's with some people in some situations, I've simply had enough. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And I'm willing to live with the results. That's what I said. I'm only pushing back a little bit. It's not like I'm afraid of what's going to happen. It's I'll say stuff and I'll expect like you to, to, to come back or to get mad or, or do whatever. I said what I said because I meant what I said. Easy. And, and I think that just over time, you just you evolve. And like I said, women and, and the one thing that we um, the one thing that we have in what that or I'm sorry, the one thing that we can't relate to is that tries we you, we're not black women, right? And we're not stand up comedians. Knowing how women in that industry are treated, how black women in particular in that industry are treated, like we can't compare. She's better at what she does than what we are at what we do, right? 
and the love of respect won't necessarily mesh. What I'm better at, you know, I'm sure that she she's a better stand up comedian than what I am at my nine to five, right? But like what I do for my nine to five. I see what you. I see what you get ready to go with that. <laughs> and I lowkey appreciate that compliment, bro, bro. Hey. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, hey, I, I like to feel like you know I'm good at whatever it is I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I don't care, and you should know this if if anybody don't know this. I don't care who you is. You know what I'm saying? Where you come from? You got to prove it to me. You know what I'm saying? That you better than me at what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, and now I'm not going to say I'm better than you at what you're doing in your lane, you know what I'm saying? But I can't say that you do what you do better than me doing what I do, you know what I'm saying? Because they're two different lanes. You know what I mean? So it's hard to even kind of make that statement because I'm a beast at what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's why I do what I do. And that's same same for her, you know what I'm saying? And, and her right in, in, in respects but at the same time when she's in her field she has to expect somebody to yeah I seen I was gonna read it in a second but yeah she has to expect somebody to you know what I'm saying give some fight back you know what I'm saying and and know what uh, know what it is that she has to gain from it and what she has to lose from it you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day it only affects her bread you know what I mean? It's, no matter what she said or what she did, that ain't finna affect D.L. Hughley money. He was paid when he walked in anyway. So even if he didn't go on set, it didn't matter. He still got headline money. And and, and, and she she paid too. It, she was. You know what I'm saying? The only thing was, I felt like she did it for was the fact that, you know what I'm saying, she was hoping he didn't come out after she did it so she could indeed be the headliner and close out the show. Is that that's what the angle I felt like she was going for? Um, but I do want to go back and read, you know, what you threw up there with Elijah on saying, you know, saying I agree with Fred. I have too many resources and correcting the situations won't be my game. You know, saying when I was saying to you about, you know, picking and choosing your battles and, you know, knowing what you have to lose in the situation and what you don't because of, you know what I'm saying, being where you at, you know what I'm saying, in life. But you said it was more so because, you know, you're just fed up. And I mean, I think everybody has a different angle at that why. Like, that's what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? They feel the way they feel, why they react the way they react. Um, one thing... I, I do believe is, you know, and it it's the same on both sides. So, you know what I'm saying? It works for Monique as well as it works for DL. But you can't be mad once you say or do something on how a person react. You know what I'm saying? And and that, you know what I'm saying, I think sometimes when we like, oh, that person's overreacting. Well, you don't know how that person feels, so you really can't say if they're overreacting or not. Now, you can say how they carry out and go on about it is wrong, like you said, but you really can't say if they're overreacting or not. And then Elijah also said, Dwayne's niece is hilarious. She is a black female comedian. It comes down to talent, period. 
I, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing, you know what I'm saying? I, and truthfully, I think because Monique has been in the game so long and has had some of the roles she's had, um, there and with women not getting the light in this, you know, genre of being an artist as they should, I think there's some that's probably out there that would give Monique a run for her money or probably even better that we just don't know because they don't have the light shining on women in this arena, you know what I'm saying, like they do men. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's quite a few women stand-up comedian. I'm pretty sure oh, there's some that are give her that. A, a clean run for her shit. Listen, I've said to you that <laughs> maybe I, and this might sound arrogant, and maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I'm going to just say it since I'm here now. I feel like our show is better than a lot of the shows that I listen to. I mean, and you're entitled to we just ain't got the exposure yet. <laughs> and that's, sometimes that's all it is, you know what I'm saying? Being right place, right time, just right person seeing it, you never know. You know yeah. what I mean? it, yeah. it, it can always happen. So at the same time, though, one thing Monique has to understand, this is all numbers. And numbers don't lie. If they ain't trying to pay you that money, you ain't did nothing to prove you worth that money. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying with this situation, I'm just saying in, with general, with most of her situations, is is coming down to, you know what I'm saying, pay. She can say it's about, you know, equality or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's making a difference in the numbers, in the pocket. And these people know numbers pretty well. They run them very good. They have some of the greatest software in America to to know what's going to work and what's not. You ain't hit that threshold. No, I'm going to push back on you a little bit on that because... You know, I listened to, you know, we always make basketball references. I remember in like 2014 watching Jalen Rose, uh, watching him on YouTube saying that your contract is not about what you're worth. It's about what you can negotiate. Um, and that always just stuck in the back of my mind. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's such a, ba a blanket statement. And then I remember, it, like, it really popped out of my head, uh, when Gordon Hayward, who had basically been injured and ineffectual for three years in Boston, um, he had he had one year left of a max deal in Boston, and I'm like, well, he'll pick that up. It was a player option, and he turned it down, and then he got a four-year <laughs> contract uh, with Charlotte. And I was just like, how did he get that? He had the he he was able to negotiate and get a better deal in Charlotte than he was there, right? So that if you it, are working if, and, and like I, re I really wish I would I would yeah, I really wish I would have had this thought fleshed out. Um when it comes down to it, if you know better, you could demand more. So all right, here's a better here's a better scenario. Back in 2015, I left the job that I was working to be a sprint store manager. 
it was this convoluted situation where they would only promote from within. So I had to get hired in as an assistant manager and then work for uh, like three weeks. And then after three weeks, I I got promoted to being the store manager. So that way it was an internal promotion, right? Um, When I went there, you know, uh, my manager, my district manager, he said, okay, what are you looking to, what are you looking to make while you're an assistant manager? We know what the store manager pay is going to look like. What are you looking to make as an assistant manager? And I threw out the number and the number I threw out was the, the money I was making at the Verizon store I had worked at prior to. Okay, deal. No problem. Shortly after I'm hired, another person who was a, who was a store manager at another store stepped down from store manager to be an assistant manager and was coming to be my assistant manager at my store. I eventually find out that he's actually getting paid more than me. So we both have the title of assistant manager. I am the one actually working as a store manager because that's the plan. I'm going to be the store manager. And so I'm doing all of the manager responsibilities. I'm doing the bulk of the work, the majority of the responsibilities, and I'm getting paid less than my assistant. And the reason why that happened was because I allowed it. I could have asked for more money and I would have gotten more money, but I didn't know that, right? And so if Monique knows, hey, they paying female comedians 13 million, I can get a little bit more than 500,000. She probably could in her prime, but she didn't ask for it then. She did ask for it. In her prime? Oh, in her prime. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's but that's the thing. Like you you gotta ask for it when you when you still got the juice or or proven to, to have it. You know what I mean? It's, it's but if she if she didn't just because you can negotiate just because you whoa, 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 listen. They came to her for the numbers they felt was was right. They didn't come to her for the shit she was thinking of. That, that's totally different. When people come to you, that, that's like wholesaling. When I go to you to buy your house, you want what everybody else in the neighborhood is selling their shit for. I'm not finna buy it for that because it's not worth that. You could want all you want. That don't mean that's what you're gonna get. When I came to you, already had a number in mind on what I'm gonna give you for it. Now there might be a little wiggle room, but it damn sure ain't gonna be what you think it is. Just as I came to you, and it's no different than when these companies come to to her. You know what I'm saying? Just because she thinks she's worth it, don't mean they think it. They numbers didn't equate to that. Just because you can negotiate, you still got to have proof you worth that. And for you to bring up that basketball ideology, knowing damn well they crunching numbers on every aspect, how long you're going to be able to play on the court, how many minutes you can run up and down before you need a breather, how many times you need to drink during the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know every little bit of piece of information they know for you to play in tip-top shape to the best they ability for the money they're going to pay you. So, yeah, you can negotiate, but when you negotiate, when they run the numbers for what you're asking, it must be there. Now, there is some rare occasions where some of these teams will go out on a whim on some of these people, 
but them chances is was like you know that was 90s ball type shit when the, the numbers they didn't have all the software to run them type of numbers you know what i'm saying now they ain't just taking chances on anybody chandler parsons was hurt and went to memphis because they gave him the best money gordon hayward was hurt and went to charlotte because they gave him the best money you get what you negotiate and if hey. she felt like she can get more they you watch bet on yourself they watched Gordon. They watched Chandler. They knew, you know what I'm saying. They knew, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I ain't putting that one on video, dog. <laughs> All you said is your house may be in the neighborhood, but if your house is dirty and the sink is broke, you ain't gonna get the same price. Monique's a trash house in a good neighborhood. You know what I'm saying. That that's perspective. You know what I mean, like that. It, you can't be mad, you know what I'm saying, at, at somebody else's perspective. And that analogy doesn't even work. Going back to the same sprint job that I was just talking about, they sent the guy up from California to train me. And we got to talking about houses. And at that point, I was living in the house, and my rent was $650. Yeah. And, he's, and then he was like, wow. Because <laughs> he lived in California, one bedroom and is thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. He had a studio apartment for eighteen hundred dollars. So you get what you negotiate. You can ask for eighteen hundred dollars for a studio apartment in California. And, and this market, that was years ago. In this market, you probably get a good twenty five, twenty eight hundred for that joint now. But that's that's California. But I guarantee can't nobody go to California and negotiate for no six hundred dollar studio apartment. It ain't gonna happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, and and this is what I'm saying with Monique. If Monique is saying that I have done all of this for 25, 30 years, you can come better than that. Bruh, I don't care how long you owned your house. I don't care what you done did to it. If I feel like it's not worth it, either you're going to say yes or you're going to say no. Bottom line, you can want, you can feel, you can, I did this. I don't give a damn if Rosa Parks sat in your goddamn living room. Listen, <laughs> that mug ain't got no more history than it's going to be when you sell it to me. Hey, well, to that point. <laughs> she said no and now she getting residuals from the Parkers being on Netflix <laughs> hey, I mean she always gonna get residuals from the Parkers it was you know what I'm saying one of those staple you know what I'm saying sitcoms for, for black folks so she's you know what I'm saying we carried her with that and sitcom money good money you know what I'm really? saying that's probably, that's probably why she's the way she is because she missed the sitcom money Trying to get it out of comedy and it ain't there. Nah, I think it's more than that, bro. She got Oscars. She got all kind of movies and nah, bro. You know, I don't think that. You know, I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier. You know, the world isn't black and white. You know, I think that the the sentiment of, of what she is feeling, I think she's right. Would would I handle it the way that she handled it? I'm saying no, but I'm also recognizing that I'm not a black woman and I'm not a stand-up comedian. And to a certain degree, I can't relate to how she's feeling. 
But I think this is going to be one of them joints where we ain't had one we ain't agreed in a while. <laughs> hey. hey, and and her Oscar was for best, for uh, yeah, for best supporting. Hey, an Oscar hey. is an Oscar. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. <laughs> It still wasn't for, you know, the high-profile role, like, you know saying, the main person you would support. But also, like, bro, Will Smith just got his Oscar. Listen, here's the thing with Oscars. You know it, I know it, America know it. There's folks that should have been had an Oscar. Careful, careful. You about to prove my point. You about to prove my point. Go ahead. There's folks that should have been had an Oscar for way more of the movies that, you know what I'm saying, we like, how in the hell they ain't win for this, but they won for this shit. Wanda Sykes put it best, said Netflix didn't offer what she was worth. She went to another company, did her special, did the numbers Netflix needed, came back for the second special and got what she felt was fair. Yeah. And that's the way to do it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you gonna go prove a point, like, see, that's me. I'm Mr. Prove a Point. You don't want to bet on me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you why. You know what I mean? I'm gonna prove to you that ain't no other person better to bet on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You And I'm gonna make you pay for it when you come back. It ain't gonna be no fair. Oh, no. Fair share, no robbery. Bitch, you had the chance. I, I, I was being nice first time around. Yeah, I remember when uh, this guy, he passed me up for somebody that passed the dr- that failed a drug test. They came calling back a few weeks later. <laughs> hey, listen. Sometimes it's in what a person say. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take your chances. Hey, hey. Sometimes people be talking about they scared, and you know, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know nothing about phones. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even want to move up to the times trying to find excuses why they crappy smile was a smartphone. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then wonder why you get passed up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, right. Tyler Perry, build your own table. Hey, hey. I mean, it's what you got to do. Hey. But, hey, I, I still, I still made <laughs> Hey, I call you son because you shine, not because you're mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, let's land this plane, bro. <laughs> I thought you was going to do that like the fifth. Fifth little swig you took, and shit. man. I've been trying to, bro, but that we keep bouncing off the runway. He just keep coming right back on up. <laughs> Poor pilots. Oh man, oh man. But listen, what y'all think? Hashtag what's happening? Hit us up on the socials. Let us know, and um, we'll see y'all we're next gonna, week. We're gonna put a poll up. Uh oh. I'm gonna put a poll up. And Lajuan, appreciate you for coming in, chiming in. Yeah, hey, we appreciate all those that were in and out. Trina, you know what I'm saying? I said what up, but I don't know if you heard me, but you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to just throw that out there to the ones that's actually commenting and interacting with us. It makes it so much more better to be here. Yeah, some of the other platforms that we go live on, it doesn't give us the uh, opportunity to, it doesn't give them the opportunity to do comments. Comments, yeah. And I don't know if you see the eyeballs on it. So, I mean, the numbers have gone up and down and up and down. And, nah, yeah. Um, and we, we got pretty close to double digits. <laughs> So we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Share the appreciate show if you enjoy it. us. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to What's Happening. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to take a moment and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app and to share the show with a friend. 
Fred Scott and myself, Brad Robinson, are co-hosts and producers of What's Happening. Our theme song is Capital by Getch G. You get that song and all of our music from Epidemic Sound. Follow us on social media at What's Happening. That's W-H-U-S-H-A-T-T-N-I-N. We are on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find Fred and myself on social media as well. And all of our social media handles are in the show notes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.